Hello and welcome. You're listening to the You Do Woo podcast, and I'm your host, Allison Cullen. I'm a mom with a background in business and counseling, but I've always been tapped into the more woo-woo side of everyday life. I'm here to take you on an exploration of your spirituality, give you helpful life hacks, help you on this evolution through motherhood, and give you a weekly dose of useful woo. If you need your cup filled, your mind expanded, and you want to increase your manifestation abilities at the same time, you've come to the right place. Let's get started. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. So today is a fun episode. It's sort of a back to basics episode. However, I'm going to dive in a little deeper to why I'm talking about profiles right now. (laughs) If you're new to human design, this is a really fun place to start because it's not like crazy important. Like the first, the first thing you usually learn about when you learn about human design is your energy type. And I highly recommend doing that. Highly recommend getting a chart reading. You can get one from me or one of my readers or another reader from another brand, but I highly recommend getting a full chart reading. And if you're not there yet, this is a fun place to start after you've sort of absorbed a lot of the information for your energy type, which you have, if you haven't done that yet, go to the show notes and you can click on get your free human design chart and it will give you all of the information you need for the basics of your chart, including your profile. But I wanted to go a little deeper into the profile today (laughs) because I've learned so much. Um, I am a 6'2 profile for anybody who also has a 6'2 profile. I know I attract, for some reason, I attract a lot of projectors in human design and 6'2 profiles. And I think that is very much for a reason. Anyways, just an overview. Your profile is in the top right corner of your chart if you're looking on your Jovian archive chart. And there's 12 of them. So you're one of 12 profiles. And it's sort of like an archetype. It's not congruent with your energy type. It's not like only generators can be 6-2 profiles. Like you can be 6-2 reflector, 6-2 projector, 6-2 manifester. You know, they don't really have anything to do with each other. But it's pretty interesting because I've hardly ever met a person who does not resonate with their profile. If you are one of those people, send me a DM because I'd love to chat with you. Um, There's nothing wrong with you. I just, human design is an experiment and it's interesting when you find people who don't resonate with their profiles. I have met a few people who don't 100% resonate with their type, like some projectors that are more generator-like, a few. And it's interesting because I'm finding that a lot of it is just cultural conditioning. So all part of the deconditioning process. And the profiles actually help you with that. So to give you a little bit of information, there are 12 profiles, but you know, you can have a one, two, three, four, five, or six at the first number and a one, two, three, four, five, or six for the second number. So if you have a a smaller number first, a one or a two or a three 
is first. You have a, apparently in human design, in the human design world, you have a personal karma in this lifetime. So you're very much meant to evolve as a soul. And that's your main thing is like learn lessons for your soul's purpose. If you have a four, five, or six first, which I do as a six, two, this means that your life is a little bit more focused on the collective and transpersonal karma. The only exception is the four, one profile. So dive into that one. Each of the profiles are in the show notes. You can listen to your own special episode for your profile. So the only exception is the four, one, which is neither personal nor transpersonal. It's sort of like a bonus life one. It's pretty cool. So if you're a four, one, reach out to me too. Cause I love, I've only met a few, a handful of four ones and they're pretty special. So anyways, I'm not going to go through all of the 12 profiles right now. If you want to dive into yours for free, it is in the show notes. You will find your, your specific episode in the show notes. And this is a great episode. Today's episode is a great episode to forward to all of your friends who are new to human design because it's gives you, gives them all of the profile episodes in one episode in the show notes which is very helpful. So what I have found is when I first found out I was a 62 which is called the role model hermit there's other words for it the first number so my 6 is a lot more conscious for you. You probably have always been aware of the first number. And then the second number might not be as conscious. You might not be as aware of it until you're like, I don't know, either your spiritual awakening or after age 30 to 35, after your Saturn return is done, your first Saturn return. I was much more aware of it I think after age like 33 or so, the fact that I was a hermit, the fact that I was actually introverted my entire life, I've been operating as an extrovert and just getting very, very overwhelmed, very anxious. And it was just so not good for me. So really getting in touch with your profile gives you a little bit of relief, I feel like it can really help you to unlearn. Like you think you're supposed to act a certain way that everybody's supposed to be the same. And your profile can really, really help you unlearn that and really tap into the way that you operate in the world. Like my hermiting, I very, very much need alone time and like a lot of it. And you know, what's interesting is that since becoming a parent, I've had way less alone time than ever before. And it's helping me realize that I don't have to have as much as I used to think. People like will post and be like, as long as I have seven hours of alone time in the morning, I can get through the day. And that used to be me (laughs) where it was just like, oh my God, I need to be like, especially when I was like 33 to 36, like before I had a child. And then having a kid and your time changing a little bit and being needed and being around people more and around your family more and all of that kind of stuff changes the dynamic. And you realize that you can bend time a little bit and the 
the alone time that you do have, you can make the most of it and really expand it so that your energy is okay being with other people the rest of the day. But some crazy things about being a 6'2 that I sort of wanted to dive into. This isn't a 6'2 episode, so you can listen to it. You, you know, make sure you go listen to the episode for your profile that's in the show notes. Six twos, I'd love to hear from you <laughs> as far as like how this resonates for you. But being a 6'2, at first I found such relief in it. I always knew like ever since I was little, the six has been very apparent for me. Being a role model, being a leader, being very idealistic, you know, not needing to back up like my like my knowingness, my intuition, my ability to see things as like in the future. Not 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 necessarily like talking about being psychic, although that's something that everybody has, but seeing things from a not a higher point of view like a projector does, but from a for like a future point of view and not having to explain myself. Um, really just knowing that I like inherently am a role model and see things in a different way. So I've always embodied that very much. It's, it's just part of me. The two I didn't always embody. And so whenever I found that out, oh my gosh, it's just like I had already started playing around with that and really detoxing from being a social butterfly. It's so interesting because I moved from Austin to Dallas in 2017, I think. I think my first like full, full year there was 2018. But that was when I guess I was like 34 or so. I don't know. Math is not working in my head right now. But I that was when I started really having more hermit time in my life. And it felt so good. And I didn't know about human design quite yet. Once I learned about human design in 2018 was when I just felt such relief, like incredible relief in knowing like there's nothing wrong with me. <laughs> um, this is how I'm made to be. I'm made to be more of a hermit and really needing more alone time than most people and more quiet time um, and more time in nature and, and all that kind of stuff, which I think nature and quiet time and all that is good for everybody. But twos, two lines seem to need a little bit more. So it brought great relief for a while. And it's interesting because the past year or so, it's been much more uncomfortable. The 6-2 profile. Not like, not like I'm I'm saying that I don't resonate with it. I very much resonate with you. But I being like the the combination of the 6-2 is so weird for me right now. Um being a 6'2, part of that is having a very idealistic view of everything. 
<laughs> um, it's all about focusing on creating the perfect life and having the perfect soulmate and all of that kind of stuff. And not from like a perfectionist standpoint, not from like a keeping up with the Joneses standpoint or how does my life look on Instagram. It's like really creating the perfect feeling life and having the perfect feeling partnership. Um, and I think for me too, like friendships, I have really good friendships and I have so many voices in my head because I was such a social buddy butterfly for so long and, and have so many friends. And I know that becoming, you know, getting older and becoming a parent and all of that kind of stuff sort of changes friendships and you don't see each other as often and whatever. Like my, my like perfect situation would be to have like a twice a year girls trip where it's just like, I don't know, like all my friends and we can catch up like period. And everybody has separate hotel rooms <laughs> that they can go back to. Um, or maybe even once a year. I don't know. That would be like my absolute perfect dream. So I have all of these ideal visions of like how I want life to go, how I want my partnership to go, how I want friendships to go, how I want parenting to go. And goodness, it's really hard right now feeling the polarity of that. And I know that's just what life on earth in this earth school is about, is polarity and feeling love and fear at the same time and all of the different emotions that we have and experiencing all of the different things from horrific to beautiful. Like it's just part of earth school. And there's times that I am really jealous of people who don't have as idealistic of views as me. Like people who are, there's nothing wrong with this. Like I'm envious sometimes, <laughs> but people who are like, oh, I'm a totally great dropping my kid off at school and going to work and coming home and doing the same thing every day and everything's fine. And for me, it's like this crazy constriction energy of like, uh, even though I, I'm obsessed with our life and my life and the place that Caroline currently goes to school is just when I first saw it, I was like, oh my God, if I could pick a perfect school for her, this would be it. And it is awesome. And there's things that I've learned about like how, what a like perfect quote unquote schooling situation or not homeschool because I cannot be the teacher. Like that's just not, that's not me, but like doing some sort of co-op or, you know, getting Eula is in here with me. So if you hear some grunting, we went on a four mile walk yesterday at the state park and she is tired. <laughs> She's like 11 years old. So that was a lot for her, but she had a blast. So that was the growl that you heard. Just, I have this idealistic view of how I so wish that her schooling could be right now. And maybe it will look that way in three years. I don't know. Like, I'm not sure. But there's like a discomfort in that. And it's interesting because I'm trying to find the balance of like being like, how beautiful that I have such idealistic views and I can call that perfect reality into existence. And I can also be very grateful for the reality that is right now that is so much better than the reality that was a year ago, right? 
oh, it's just like such an uncomfortable feeling for me right now. And I have to like sit in that discomfort sometimes. <laughs> I'm learning too. I think for so long I used to just be like, okay, just get to work so you can make this a reality. And I think that that's awesome and great. And at the same time, I feel like I've sometimes been just pushing that discomfort down. And it's not even like a, you know, people have discomfort around trauma and grief and all of that kind of stuff. Like this isn't even that kind of thing. So I'm not discounting those things. Um, but it's like, it's so something that I used to just push down and then go back to my logical brain and be like, okay, just work harder and you can make this a reality. Like you can always make your dreams a reality. Yes, we can. All of us can. And there is something I'm missing if I don't sit in the discomfort of that polarity I feel is a 6-2 of just being so idealistic and not having that ideal life just yet. And on the other spectrum, on the other end of the rope, being in gratitude for this awareness and for even the ability to know that I can make that ideal life a reality. It might not be in two months from now. It might take 10 years, you know, it might take less time with time speeding up right now, but man, it's just, it's really interesting. One other uncomfortable thing about being a six, two has been learning to not micromanage other people and not like not constantly try to improve others and know that other people are always on their own path of evolution and improvement. And I still have lots of room for growth on this, but this was the first, I guess, level of discomfort I had as a 6-2. And that's been crazy too. It's been really interesting because like as a business coach, you know, I very much pride myself on helping people build and grow their businesses. And sometimes you're not able, like sometimes a business coach is not able to take somebody who's making $100 a month and help them make $10,000 a month. It sometimes like certain soul work or unblocking or personal stuff needs to be worked through first for that person. For me, I was able to get to 10K months without unblocking some personal stuff. Like I still had a lot of personal issues and was doing 10K months. And then I get to go work through that. And then you have seasons in your business where you dip. And then you have seasons of evolution in your personal life. And it's all like, you know this, if you're an entrepreneur, it's not Nothing's ever just like steady, increased growth forever and always in both personal and business life. <laughs> like things happen and, and you have 
you know, take a few steps back to go forward and um, feel if have like lots of uncomfortable feelings come up that you sort of have to have boil to the surface to then clear to do your next up level in business. So it's that's been really interesting too. I feel like I've had such an ego death. I've talked about this quite a bit, an ego death about around that of like, it's not in my control to take somebody from making this amount a month to making this amount a month. And some really beautiful things have happened with a lot of people I've been working with one-on-one and in group containers where it's like, oh my gosh, there's like a major personal breakthrough or a major emotional breakthrough. And with a few people that I've worked with one-on-one, it is crazy how fast the business breakthrough comes right after that personal breakthrough or that emotional unblocking that happens. It's almost like that was it that was just right underneath the surface all the time and it had to burst into flames or be burned down or you know be brought to the surface to then dissolve in order for you, for that person to have an up level in their business life, entrepreneurial life. And like, I'm such a numbers person, you know, I was an accountant in my, in my previous career and a business manager. And so numbers are a big deal. Um, But like the ego, that's the numbers are all about the ego, like that the soul does not care about how much money you make. Um, now I don't think that it's like, thinks that money is bad, a negative thing, but I think that there's bigger work that your soul wants to do. And it's like, I don't freaking care about the money. Let's do this work. And so once you can like really focus on the real work, you can clear up a lot of things so that the money starts flowing. But that's been a a very ego death experience for me in working for people in working with people, because I do like to help people get results and that feels good to my ego. And that feels good. Like it's a people pleasing thing and it's a external validation thing and definitely an ego thing. And that is one thing I've learned in the past six months for sure too, is like, Oh, all I can do is walk them through the unblocking process and walk them through putting blinders on and focusing on what matters and giving them tools and resources to do this work. And like, I cannot control the money that they're bringing in. Right. Um, and that's so hard. And it's interesting too, because it's making me see other business coaches in a very different light where I'm like, ooh, if somebody promises that they can take you from point A to point B in your business money-wise, that's like a red flag. And I've actually done that before, (laughs) but it was before this ego death experience. So it's pretty interesting. And I'm realizing with all this, I'm like, oh, I have a lot of things I need to go sort of tweak in my 
courses and in my business and in my, you know, sales pages and all that kind of stuff. So, and I'm going to allow myself grace as I go do that in timing. Like it'll get, it'll get done in the correct time. But it is crazy though, because like the money does end up following when you're able to clean up those blocks, when you're able to dissolve them. So yes, being a 6'2 has been so interesting lately. Um, it's, it's weird. It's so crazy. I remember when I first found out about human design, I was like, seven years to decondition, whatever. I can do this in a year. Let's go. When was that? 2018. So it's been sick. It's been five years now. It'll probably take another couple of years, maybe longer. Who knows? That was my like, sort of, that was definitely my ego. That was before my ego, my, my ego death experience, which I'm sure I'll have many more, but the first one has been really fun. So yeah, dive into your profile. It's so interesting. I want to hear from y'all too. Like send me a DM and let me know how it resonates after you listen to the episode that's a ta- that that matches your profile. And if you're a 6'2", I want to hear from you too. Like where are you on your 6'2 journey? How does that feel for you? I know that, that we have three parts. We have 0 to 30, 30 to 50, and 50 on. I'm almost 40, which I'm excited about. Makes me halfway to 50. <laughs> Uh, 50 is sort of like the magic spot for a 6'2". So anyways, if you're a 6'2", reach out to me. If you really resonate with your profile episode, tell me about it. I love hearing from y'all. And please forward this episode to literally every person that you know, because finding out about your profile is so helpful. And at the beginning, really, really does give so much relief. I know I talked about some like things that I'm feeling discomfort about in my profile right now, but that's just part of the work. At the beginning, it gave me several years of really feeling relief and it just felt awesome. So don't let this this episode scare you, but I hope it was helpful. Dive into your profile, put on your profile, tell me how it is going, and please share this episode with all your friends. I'll see you next week. Thank you so very much for tuning in to another episode of You Do Woo. I know that you already have a very full life and that there are literally millions of podcasts that you could be listening to. So I'm super grateful to you for being a loyal listener. And I'm so grateful for you sharing your favorite episodes with friends and family members. That is how we are able to serve more people and raise the collective consciousness and really get the word out on a bunch of these fun spiritual topics that we're talking about. I would love to connect with you. Send me a DM on Instagram at woo, all one word. I'd love to hear how you loved today's episode and just a little bit about you. I can't wait to connect. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast. Come on a journey like no other, where you will discover many rogues that will lead you to a happier, healthier, and more stress-free life. And the beauty is, you don't need any vacation time for this adventure. The journey will come to you. Join Avery Rich on your very own journey into yoga. Along the way, she will demystify yoga poses and guide you into a yoga posture or short sequence 
all in less than 15 minutes, you have nothing to lose but stress. The Journey into Yoga podcast. It's not for people who like yoga. It's for people who don't like yoga. Follow or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at averyrich.com.